Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Millennials Anonymous Podcast. It is your girl Lise Winnie here. Yeah, my name is Lise and I'm a millennial, so let's get this party started right and quickly. But before I can do that, I gotta, I have to give a big shout out to Brunching. And I want to give a big shout out to all of the guests that we had on last week. We had on three guests, so we were jam-packed with people. First off, I want to give a big round of applause and shout out to DJ Young Music for stopping through. Uh, if you have not had a chance, go check his, out his music and his his DJ work and his nonprofit and all the things that he's doing there. So I want to give a big shout out to him. He has like 100,000 followers on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, all, the, all them places. And he came on our little platform. And so I appreciate him. I know when you get a little bit of, of like a following, it, it's it's a big thing for you. It's more benefit for the other platform than it is for you. So I want to give a big shout out to his management and to him for coming on to the platform and WRDR for making this happen as well. So big shout out to him. We had a really uh, interesting conversation about young music versus old music and him getting into the DJ game and all the things he was exposed to at a very early age. So if you haven't had a chance to do that, go find it on Spotify, iTunes, all of the major podcasting platforms so you can listen to it and you can even find it on Facebook if you want to watch it so you can do that and I want to give a big shout out to the XTY show for coming on and they're going to be having an upcoming event um, which is the Biggie Brunch, Brunching with Biggie, where they're playing like all Biggie music. So if you're in the Baltimore area, reach out to the STY show on Facebook or Instagram so that they can give you some more information on buying the tickets and everything. So it should be a lot of fun. You would think Brunching will be doing brunches, but... We no, we have not done that. But anyway, give, give a big shout out to them, and they're coming to Charm City Direct TV, which is shout out to the man E Digger who was not on this upcoming or this past episode. So E Digger was in New York, in New York, concrete jungle where dreams are made of. So he brought in, yeah, I know I can't sing, but I always do. So if you don't like it, you don't like it. But whatever. And Genesis Days was on, so I want to give a big shout out to her. She was a co-host. She filled in for Mr. E. Digger. I bogged her down with interview on top of interview, topic on top of topic. I had never even met her, so she came in like a queen that she is, and she she held it down. So I just want to give a big shout out to her for coming on to the platform and she's always welcome to come back also follow her music because she's also a singer. She's an amazing singer, so if you ain't like my singing, you will like her singing. She's She's really, really good. And I also want to give a, a big shout out to Brunchin because Paula Campbell, Baltimore's first lady, will be on this upcoming Friday. So we're going to have a super dope time talking to her and all the things that she was able to do and pioneering this R&B game and all of that. So definitely tune in to Brunchin if you haven't had a chance. Like and subscribe and follow on Millennials and Honors Podcast so you can always know when Brunchin is or follow Brunchin Podcast specifically on all the major podcasting platforms. Yes, yes, yes. And... Download a WRDR app or WPIR FM 98.4 app so you can listen to brunching as well. So let me move on to the top trending top 10 trending topics of the week. I always mess it up because it is such it is it's a tongue twister. I want you to try it and you tell me you say that 10 times fast. Let's go to the top 10 trending topics of the week. So Mike. Tyson, Iron Mike, we ain't heard him from him in a while, yeah, Iron Mike, yeah, yeah, let me stop before he come and he could really, like, whoop everybody ass, like I said last week. I'm Mike Tyson, I guess I did change because I'm not, um, assailing you. 
Um, Iron Mike is actually paying. He sees willing to pay $10 million to the highest bidder of uh, anybody who will marry his daughter, uh, who is his oldest, I think it's his eldest daughter. He's, she's, I think in her late 20s, I think. I think she's in her late, mid, late 20s. And so I don't know what you're doing, Mike. Come on now. That is so embarrassing as a daughter to have you out here bidding her off. Can and will be much crazier. Like some type of item or product or whatever, but I'm just saying, Mike, listen. Yes! Listen, I will marry her. I will get the strap. I will do what I need to do. I will marry her, whatever the terms are. I'll take the 10 million. Okay. Okay. I will make it happen. Whatever we need to do, Mike, you just call me. You just call me. Call me on the phone, okay? You just call me. You call me. I'm too sophisticated to do that. And Joe Biden actually wins South Carolina caucuses, putting him in second place behind Mr. Bernie Sanders with those electoral votes. So he went down to South Cac Lackey and he handled his business. He got 61% of the African-American votes because black people down there was like, you know what? We gonna go with Joe. You know, he's he's Obama reminiscent. We gonna, He's Obama adjacent. So we gonna go with him. And so they did pick him. Tom Steyer also say, hey, no, buddy. No, I can't be doing this. You know, I don't foresee, no, he got 11% of the vote. He said, I don't foresee a path to the presidency. And I'm like, I'm glad you saw it, Tom, because we didn't see it either. And Vanessa Bryant is now suing the helicopter company for wrongful death, including the pilot, Ara Zabanyan. So they're saying that they should not have been flying in those weather conditions and it was unsafe and I guess negligent in order to do so. But she might also want to keep her attorney close because the LA Sheriff Office actually took photos of the crash, including the bodies and remains of the victims inside. So the Sheriff's Office says that they will investigate and punish any officials who engage in this type of behavior to for potentially leaking these materials. So, you know, it's absolutely appalling they say that Vanessa's devastated by this information I don't know they also sent out an email in the department saying that anybody who's in possession of these items and images needs to delete them immediately but I'm thinking like how would you know never mind anyway it's absolutely appalling to think that people automatic first thought was I can make money off of this like it's just it's just appalling to me and Waka Flocka Flame is saying that he was a whack rapper. Yeah, he says, you know, people liked him because he was real, but he was just whack. And, you know, he was a whack rapper. But he says that he's a better businessman and he prefers to be a businessman and he's looking to be a billionaire one day. So, I mean, you can't knock the whackness because the whackness got you your money to be able to start the business. Because without the whack rapping, you wouldn't be where you are. Even though I like No Hands, I did. I liked that song. I mean, he was right. He was whack a rapper, but you know, I liked the beat. It was a nice beat and everything. And Trouble in Paradise. Mm-hmm. Chuck D is issuing an ultimatum to Flavor Flav as they're scheduled to perform at Bernie Sanders' rally in Los Angeles. But Flavor Flav yeah, doesn't want boy. to appear. He says. You know, maybe he not feeling a burn. I, I don't I don't really know. But Chuck has responded in saying that Flavor chooses to dance for his money and not to do benevolent work like this. He says that in a statement to Hip Hop DX, he has a year to get his act together. Wow, 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 well, wow, he wow, says wow, he has wow, a year wow. to get his act together and get himself straight or he's out. And Chuck's attorney then went on to say that from a legal standpoint, Chuck could perform as public enemy if he ever wanted to, as he's the sole owner of the public enemy trademark which was uh, on hip-hop dx so i don't know what you're doing flavor flav 
Because you ain't really been doing enough. I mean, you could bring back Flavor of Love. Because I think people will watch it. Because people love a train wreck. But, you know, still. Y'all was known for, you know, fight the power. So, I'm like, come on, fight the power. Come on. Come on over here, Flavor Flav with us. And the coronavirus is spreading here in the U.S. We are now up to 71 reported cases. And one death was reported in Washington State. And a nursing home in Washington State is reporting an outbreak over there between the patients and the staff so i don't even be knowing you gotta wash your hands be clean make sure you call your sneezing in your elbow and everything because listen it's getting it's getting out of hand and a poll revealed listen americans I'm going to need us to not be known as the stupid people, okay? Because a poll has revealed that Americans are not drinking Corona beer, okay? The beer. Because they believe this is how they can get the virus. Now, listen. Listen, Americans. What's the matter with you? First of all, the virus, the coronavirus, it actually originated in Wuhan, China. Corona is made in, is, is a Mexican beer. Okay. okay, Mexico, okay? They not even near each other, okay? That's one. That's one. Two, how would the beer give you the virus? If if I'm just trying to just trying to understand how you would get it from the beer. Like, listen, Americans, we gotta get it together. Y'all out here asking for I don't want that, you know, I want the corona, you gotta give me that Budweiser because you know I don't, I don't want to get that virus. Stop it. Stop it. And we also need to stop the racism and stuff. Because listen, like I said last week, you know, take this virus seriously, but don't panic, but take it seriously. But do not do that. Like, you know, the Uber drivers and people don't want to be around people with Asian names or look Asian, but it could be a white person or black person that has the virus. So, I mean, you don't want to be fucking around being racist and then you get somebody in your Uber because their last name is Zumbowski or some shit like that and then they end up giving you the virus you know what I mean you don't, you don't, don't even be doing that stupidity just be cleanly be clean stay away from large crowds whatever and it'll be alright just saying and rumors are swirling that Kylie is backed with her ex Aww. Travis Scott I don't know if this is true or not Travis got some new music so who knows maybe it is maybe it's not and Sky Jackson is feuding with Bad Baby over what appears to be comments that Sky said about a guy which started this ratchet ruckus on Instagram Bad Baby went on this rant again and then Sky's mother jumped into the comments and then, then Bad Baby Mama jumped into it I was like this is too much ratchetness i just i don't like it i don't like it at all only for sky jackson to go and get a restraining order which they should have did in the beginning because bad baby did threaten her now listen bad baby i don't know what you be doing i don't know what it is that you do are you are we rapping these days are we the reality star like what is it that you do because i'm hearing more about the rant and the out like the fights with well, Vicky and all that stuff then I'm hearing you do anything and you you everybody can't just be you know with the antics okay. and not have no no talent or not be doing nothing like you need to be and I'm not saying you're not talented because I don't really know you but I'm saying that you gotta be doing something the the antics can't be more than what you doing like it's only some people that can get away with the antics without really doing anything and your name does your last name does not begin with that letter. So I'm gonna need you to get it together. Okay. And Harvey Weinstein was found guilty on two 
two felony sex crimes, which means that he is going to jail. Yeah, he got locked up. Don't let me out. He gonna be in jail like this. The guy's like, toss my salad? Well, what's that? God, well, having your salad toss means having your asshole eaten out with jelly or syrup. I prefer syrup. Because he got locked up, okay? So he going to jail. Yeah, boy, bye. Um, he's getting locked up. Oprah is now trending again. And she had to turn off her Instagram comments. Yeah, people's going in like, hey, Oprah, listen, baby. Uh, what about that Harvey Weinstein? You gonna get that documentary now that he got locked up? Like, what, what's going on? Well, he ain't locked up yet, but he gonna get sentenced. No, I think he is locked up. Yeah, he got locked up. So the sentence, you know, what about that Harvey Weinstein? And so she had to turn her comments off. And then she yeah. on stage and like the cannabis nurse had told me her shoes had malfunctioned and she just like flipped and fell over. I don't know what happened. It was a lot. Like it was just a lot going on. And so, you know, people were saying that it's karma. And I don't really believe in that karma stuff. You know, I'll, I'm going to tell, tell to y'all about that in a minute. But I don't really believe in all of that. But whatever. She had fell over. And it's trending. So go look at that. This has actually been top 11 trending topics of the week. Because I actually did 11. But y'all welcome for the extra. Mm -hmm. Let's get into the topics of the day. Okay, let's get to the next topic. So we're going to talk about toxic femininity in the standpoint of this article that I read on medium.com because the actual definition of toxic femininity is very different from what this gentleman described. And the reason why I'm having this conversation is because I've noticed a lot of, of this talk lately. And I think a lot of it came from the rise of the woman and the rise of the Me Too movement. And because it is Women's History Month, we are going to talk about it. So one of the, the things that this gentleman, I don't even remember the name of the, the guy who wrote it, but it's on medium.com and I think it's called Toxic Femininity is the name of the article. So if you research it, you should, it should pop up. And basically, long story short, what he was saying is that women are using their femininity as a weapon to weaponize femininity in order to catch men in a way where they can gotcha. You know, so that Me Too movement, like I, I gotcha. Gotcha. Now, I will say that the Me Too movement, despite what I'm seeing on social media, which I don't think is wholly representative of all men and all people, because the social media is a whole different beast, because I'm saying people that's talking this junk, if you meet them in real life, they're going to be totally different, right? But what I'm saying is the Me Too movement is not a bad thing. If you think the Me Too movement is a bad thing, I think you need to readjust and reevaluate your thought process, especially if you are a person that appreciates the Black Lives Matter movement, right? So you have some people that don't like that movement because they say that the movement is dangerous, but then you have some people that understand exactly what the what the movement is. Like, it's not that I'm saying that white people don't matter. I'm saying that don't forget black people because we tend to get forgotten when it comes to lives actually mattering. You've never had to explain why your life mattered ever as a white person. You never had to do that. But as us, as us, some, us black people, we had to explain that. And so when I'm looking at people kind of like going in on women and kind of like bashing women about speaking out I'm like come on dude this is not why are we doing this 
because it's nothing wrong with having a voice and yeah some people that got swept up in that me too movement were using it for clout they were using it for the wrong reasons that's every movement in every movement there's bad people there's good people and there's bad people but in this particular movement i think overall there are more good people than bad people the issue with the me too movement is not me too it's the cancel culture that actually seeped into it that messed up the me too movement so the gentlemen that did get swept into it that shouldn't have been because there were a couple people who did get swept up in it that shouldn't have been in the me too movement they got canceled because of the cancel culture it wasn't the necessarily the women speaking out and having a voice that caused that issue because if a, if a man is doing something against a woman that is he should not be doing we need to call him on it and there's no excuse for his behavior in this particular article the guy pretty much said women need to give men grace because they know how men are men are just going to be men and women know that and so then they use their i guess your your body and the way that you look you wear the tight revealing clothing and then i guess you're kind of like enticing men but then you don't want them to say nothing to you because then you'll get them in trouble and coming from a woman and I've experienced being in the workplace and having people say stuff to me that was inappropriate. I didn't know I didn't go run to HR. No, no, no. I just I didn't do that because at the type of person I am, I didn't feel threatened by it. I did not like it, but I didn't feel threatened by it. And so saying something to the person in some cases, not in all, in some cases, you know rectified it and in some cases I didn't say anything at all I just kind of like just like oh well I just won't say anything this was my manager that said it and I don't want to upset him and I need this job and so I'm not going to say anything that's happened to me like I've had somebody say you know the only reason why we hired you because you're you're uh you know I was in academia for a blip and we hired you because we have a lot of male facing roles and we thought having a cute young girl in here would get more male students or you know you the students won't listen to you um the only reason why the students will listen to you is what he said is because you're cute or you know just comments in general about your appearance oh you you look that's that skirt is hot you look sexy in that skirt just stuff like that happens all the time and yeah I know it can be a little tricky to figure out okay what is sexual harassment well no I take that back it's actually not tricky to figure out what sexual harassment but it's if we want to pretend like it's tricky and y'all know what it is you know that if you're doing something and saying something to somebody and they find it inappropriate because <laughs> there's a way to say I like that skirt. So you don't compliment on the person's body. You compliment on the item. So instead of saying, you know, if you would have just said that skirt is hot. Or maybe not hot. I don't like that. That skirt is nice. I like that skirt. That skirt is amazing. I would have not have had a problem with that. But to say you look hot in that skirt. Or you look sexy in that skirt is problematic. I don't understand how we don't disconnect the two and how that's such a problem for people. I'm like, look, I look. It at no point is anyone trying to get you. Being in the Me Too movement, and, and I'm not in the Me Too movement, but somebody who's had bad things like that happen to them, there's no benefit in this for them. If anything, they get shitted on and 
social media in real life people don't believe them they after the money they trying to clout chase there's really no benefit in this for them at all in a lot of cases there are no lawsuits so you know what is the benefit of this so i know sometimes they say oh it's just about the money is it is it is the benefit of this outweighing the monetary value in most cases no and this happens to people and women every single day. So if you're a man and you like, I don't believe this is happening. I don't like, you know, that's Hollywood. That's different. I guarantee you, ask somebody you know. Ask them. And I bet you a woman can tell you, even women that you wouldn't even have thought. Ask them. Have you ever experienced something, a guy saying something they, that you found highly inappropriate? And I bet you they'll tell you yes. Because I know so many women that have had stuff like that happen. And that was just one job I mentioned. That's not all the jobs. <laughs> that was just one job. You know, so, you know, having people, managers take you out to, to lunch or dinner and like stuff like that to try to kind of get you. And it, it just, it gets to a point where women, we have to deal with this stuff all the time. So when I see men, especially, and he was a black guy too. And when I see men, especially black men saying stuff like that and kind of like shitting on black women saying like, we, we trying to get them and this gotcha. And it, it just upsets me. I'm like, you got to do some more digging in your soul to figure out, okay, why is this happening? Right? Not just you're out to get it and to say I'm using my body as a weapon against you because you can't control yourself is problematic to me and I'm like listen we have too many people that don't take ownership for the things that they do because I can't make you do anything unless I got a gun to your head then you know what I'm saying if I got a gun to your head and now you fear your life or something like that okay or if I got something like holding somebody ransom and I'm getting you, coercing you to do it because I'm using that. That's something different. But I'm talking about in like real life where if just because I have on something that I felt I felt good in when I wore it and you find me attractive in it, I can't make you say something inappropriate. I can't make you smack me on the behind. That's something you chose to do. That's not my femininity coming after you as a weapon that's your immaturity <laughs> you know getting in the way of you being a real man because real men don't do stuff like that and real men don't get upset because the bad men that do stuff like that get called out on because you're afraid that you're gonna get caught up in this oh you can't do that no more no you shouldn't have been doing it in the first place those are the types of things that I I just don't understand for the life of me I don't understand that for the life of me. You got to explain that to me. Somebody explain it to me. Please send me a message. If you are a dude and you are like not feeling the Me Too movement in the way that it is, tell me why, what is the issue with women standing up for themselves and, ex and asking for men to be able to be civil even if they find the woman attractive? There's nothing wrong with hitting on a woman because really some of the differences in between sexual harassment at work is whether or not the woman 
welcomes the advances because if you you know ask a woman out on a date at your job it could be seen as sexual harassment but if she wants you to ask her out on a date she accepts it then it is no longer sexual harassment so there are some nuances to it but to say a lot of men to say i don't know what to do anymore can i hug you can i not hug you can i i mean i think you're a little dramatic you're you're being a little dramatic like i said some of the nuances yeah Okay, because you you might not just because you find somebody cute at your job and you want to say, I want to take her out to lunch, but I don't know if she's going to call HR on me. I, I get I get that that frustration, but there is a way to go about it without it seeming creepy. You know, you could just ask and say, hey, you doing anything for lunch? that's okay you know and she would have the option to say no but you know just sending random dick pics at work and you know saying all these you know you looking good today and all of this stuff don't do that you can say you that dress is amazing compliment on the item and not the person in the item and therefore you will be more protected against saying something that could get you in trouble so if you say that dress is amazing i know you like the dress okay i get that but now i know that you're not being creepy and saying oh you look you look sexy in that dress now i know where your mindset is like are you looking at me in this dress or are you looking at me in this dress? Like, I, I don't want to know that I might have came across your mind at some point in, when you laying down at night. That, that's creepy. Don't do that. But you can certainly still ask. I think there's still room for that. And I think that's where chivalry needs to come back. Because if we still had chivalry, we wouldn't be worrying about this where men and women are cordial to each other and i agree that sometimes women and, and men we get into a place where we don't communicate and i think that's where we kind of got caught up where some people are like i don't know what to do with this movement and i don't like it and i think it's because the, the communication broke down so we're gonna open up that dialogue to tell you we still need you we still want you men but you gotta be you gotta treat us with respect and care because in the past you didn't have to and that was the difference now we are respecting that you treat us with respect and care that's all we saying that's all we saying we still love you and we still need you in our lives and everything all right so the next thing we're going to talk about is so cosmopolitan and yeah the cosmopolitan yeah that magazine is still out i remember i used to get these magazines all the time when i was back when people actually read magazines and not just online like back in early 2000 like 2004 see uh when i yeah 2003 2004 when i was like a teenager and i used to get them all the time because i was like obsessed with like anything sexual so that's why i would always get these magazines because i thought that they were going to teach me the world of, of what i needed to know which was false um yeah not very good, good advice from them on what men like or what should happen in your relationships but it's a good it's it was a very entertaining magazine nonetheless 
and you know if define out about relationships and stuff you just gotta live life just saying you just gotta live life and just figure it out but in this particular article that they had and they posted this it actually was posted last year i just stumbled upon it today which was the millennial sex recession is bullshit so basically you've heard all of the other articles i've even shared some on the show that said millennials are not having sex millennials and generation z are not having sex anymore and this particular article says that that's completely untrue they were saying like they quoted some stats like 68 percent of millennials saying we're not in a sex recession and that they were looking at numbers in i guess the sex partners of different cohorts working cohorts so i guess people between 1989 to 1994 18 to 29 year olds were having an estimated 81.29 um having sex 81.29 times a year i don't know how you have a half of a sex but whatever we're just gonna do 81 percent or 81 times a year they were having sex and now they were saying that millennials are at 78% which is just 2% fewer sexual encounters than everyone else so they were saying that it, this is it's kind of bullcrap but you know and they said 62% of millennials and generation z believes their friends are having plenty of sex too and 92% of them think quality is more important than quantity when it comes to having sex now when i was reading this article one of the things I'm, i was reading is is this is this a bright like I felt like they were it was like a brag thing like we're having sex too and our sex is more quality and this is I'm like listen I am a millennial right I don't give a fuck like I, I wish that we would stop this who cares if you're personally having all the sex you want to have why you care right why do you care I, I you know I'm just saying I I don't know why but I think that I'm not unlike this article I think that we need to emphasize the fact that because she they did mention some things like they didn't mention things about me too and that impacted some things and just like the changes of times and what millennials actually considered sex versus our parents and grandparents so we may not consider you know oral sex actual sex whereas our parents may have so you know you don't even you don't be knowing so i don't even know but to me i i think that in this particular like i felt like it was i felt like it was unnecessary like these are things that didn't need to be said like like i said if you're having sex have sex but i think that it does also doesn't take into the account that things have changed so we are consuming way more graphic pornographic images than any other generation and it's simply because we have the technology to do so it doesn't mean that our parents wouldn't have because they was buying them playboy magazines and everything our fathers and stuff like that they was looking at that back then and i'm pretty sure a lot of them had stacks on stacks on stacks on racks on racks on racks you know what i mean i know that they probably did but i think the amount in the, the videos and that they had and the, the the cassettes i think the difference is, is that we have it on our phone so you can see this anywhere we have the internet in our office and it's not this grainy kind of like scramble porn that's out there like it's you can see it and it's like you know so and we've taken i think porn to the next level because now we got genres back then i think they had bush versus no bush like that's pretty much what they had but now we got genres of porn like you can have the bbw porn 
you can have robot porn, you can have tree porn, you can, have, I mean, it's just like, it goes on and on and on. you can have foot porn, like it goes on and on to the break of dawn. And I think these are the types of things that did, it does change sexual behaviors and patterns because now I, I can see this everywhere. So you may not need person all the time because if you see these images you probably like you know let me get let me go ahead in this if you at work that's kind of inappropriate but you know you never know some people might say hey let me head in this bathroom real quick and top me off i gotta top it off real quick so i can go on back to work i don't really want to think about that because you know i'm not shaking anybody's hand anymore anyway so mm, fist bumps for everyone but it, it could happen because we have this this level and access of this these pornographic images even united airlines had to ban porn watching in the plane like we we've gotten to a point where we have a level of technology that our parents didn't have and we have to acknowledge the fact that that is going to change our behavior same thing with twitter not twitter tinder and all of the other sites and apps that we have to get and meet people so naturally we are going to our interactions are going to be more superficial Ooh, a lot of it's going to be done not face to face so therefore we are going to have less sexual interactions with one another and because we do work a lot you probably because you're gonna just that's how it is because just like i said it changed the demographic and the the dynamic so now women are just not sitting home barefoot and pregnant. We we out here doing the damn thing. So I'm not mad at the fact that we're having less or they claim that we're having less sex. I'm not mad at that. Like, I mean, and we're more aware of the diseases. Um, We got some new diseases that they ain't even have back then. You know what I mean? Like, we got some different things that we got to worry about. So, I'm not mad at it. Like, I felt like this article, like, she was mad at the fact that they were saying that. I'm like, listen, well, I'm married. So, you know, that's a whole nother can. <laughs> we'll talk about that one day. We'll talk about that one day. But i'm married so it changes the dynamic anyway like i'm not out here busting everybody down like i'm not getting a body count you know what i mean so i can't i guess i can't necessarily speak to it to the levels of a single millennial because they out here in these streets but just from talking to people and seeing what i'm seeing the interactions are much different like much 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 different and i'm not mad at it i think you should be more selective with the people that you're sleeping with i think you should be more protective of your body and all of those types of things and not to mention the me too stuff so now we have the consent so now you got to get full consent before you know you can go on which is amazing which they ain't had back then you know what i mean so I, I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. I'm hey, if you mad at this, it must be because you ain't having sex and you want people to know that you out here being Tatiana. Like I'm, listen, I ain't mad at it. It's too many disease. Like I said, it's too many diseases out here to be bragging about how many sex partners you had in 2020. Like you know, what I, mean? I mean, like I don't even look at that in the in the same way no more. Like to me, if I had I had a thousand sexual partners, I'm like ew. Like I gotta imagine how many diseases you had. Like I just ill. Don't no. You can't sit. I don't. Mm -mm, mm -mm. No, I know you probably got the corona. No, 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 no. 
So I'm like, I don't want you over here. That's nasty. Ew. So to me, that's <laughs> just me. And I'm not even a prude. Like, but I, I don't think the more sexual partners you have, it adds to the value of your life. Like, oh, you're so much more valued now that you are a sexual connoisseur i'm like you know go out experience have some have some fun here and there protect yourself of course and get tested but you don't need to be busting everybody down and if you ain't busting everybody down ain't nothing wrong with that if you in the room playing the video games playing with yourself you do you man ain't nobody can knock that from you man okay and i'm not saying just because you play because you know we in the woke culture i'm not saying just because you play video games you're not having sex i'm not saying that i was just mentioning a particular scenario whatever you want to want to call it for all my people out there that be on the computer typing with one hand because you got the on the instagram with the phone in one hand and your hand somewhere else maybe it's in your pocket i don't know i'm not knocking y'all do you whatever satisfies you i think we're better introspected with one another that we don't need the bull crap in order to get our thing going you know what i mean to get that that little bing. you know we don't need the extra because we got other ways so we ain't out here getting all these like y'all had back with our parents y'all had to clap and all that we ain't all here trying to get all of that you know what i mean we don't want to be burning and yearning that's all i'm saying so listen julia who wrote this article it's okay if they say julie sorry it's okay julie if they had said that about us it's okay baby because they was burning and yearning we ain't at least I'm not. I, you know, I don't know because people now, people was alleged saying Usher might be burning and yearning. I don't know. But speaking of that, I think you have to listen to the whole song in totality, okay? Because <laughs> technically, Usher had not. He said he had not said that, okay? So he said that the the song that had came out because i only heard a clip of it and i was like oh it sounded like usher got herpes like you know allegedly he allegedly usher got herpes i had thought that when i heard the clip of the song <laughs> that the shave room had on i was like oh usher like I, I i get to clutch my imaginary pearls but comes to find out jermaine dupree said y'all tripping like listen the song was it was told from a female perspective because this is confessions part three so maybe it's 57 and a half i don't i don't remember it's a lot of confessions and he said you know this was from the woman's side so y'all just need to be listening because this is from the woman's perspective and when he, he was talking about he got a diagnosis or whatever he said for life what a sentence for life after you went to the emergency room or whatever whatever the the whatever they had said i don't remember exactly how it was but whatever it was it was something along the lines of when you were sick i asked you if you wanted to go to the emergency room and you said no and then i found out i got you know a sentence and the sentence was life so that does sound like herpes since you can't get rid of herpes but like jermaine Dupree had said he was saying it was the late girl had cheated on him she had got pregnant and the baby is the sentence of life so you know because the baby gonna be here or whatever 
I don't know. I feel like it was just poorly worded. Like, maybe <laughs> y'all should have just said that as opposed to... Because they know that all the rumors was already out there about Usher. You know, it, it they're already out there. He got all these lawsuits out there about allegedly giving people herpes. I'm like, y'all could have came out with a better song than this. At least wrote it so that it's more clear so that people can't cut it up and make it like... Because when I, like I said, I had clutched my pearls when I had heard it. I was like, oh my god. Oh my god. Uh, not Usher. Oh my god. Um, So I was, I was, I was just, I was taken aback. But I was, you know, proud that he was coming out and speaking in his truth. That was in fact the truth. But it looked like it's not. And he said he don't have that. Well, Usher, I don't think Usher said anything. I think it was Jermaine Degree. I don't know. I have to look and see if Usher said something because I think Usher still is not I don't think he had came out yet I don't think Usher has said anything yet about this song but oh it's it is confessions part three but yeah look I googled it real quick yeah Usher ain't he ain't say I I don't know I don't know because I think if, if people were trying to say that because I was going to say he's a millennial, but he's not. Usher is not a millennial. He is Gen X. He's Gen X. So, I, I, if it were me, okay, I'm just saying. I'm just going to put myself in this situation. If I were Usher and I knew that I did not have herpes, okay, and people was out there saying this song sound like a herpes anthem, I probably would come out against it and say, hey, this is not what I was saying. I think this was completely taken out of context, you know, or maybe he's going to play the route of let it blow over because, you know, it will. Something else will come out and people will stop talking about this and they'll move on. So maybe that's Usher's. I mean, either way works. I mean, now that I think about it. Yeah, I guess I would ignore it because it will blow over. Something else will happen. You know, Nicki Minaj husband gonna push somebody else, or Kylie Jenner gonna be sitting with somebody new, or Drake gonna come out with a, something else, and so it, it you know, it some it will blow over, and people will start talking about something else. But just me personally, I probably would have come out and said something like, "Hey, no, 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 no," you know, no knock on people that have it, but I don't. You know what I mean? I don't have it. Like, this is not, you know, me. But I don't know. Maybe he got to in like, because he got in court and everything. I don't know. Maybe he got some issues that he can't say nothing with that. But all alleged, allegedly, alleged. So nobody come and get me. This is all alleged. And Jermaine Dupree did come out and defend Usher. So that's not alleged. That actually did happen. But the rest of the stuff is allegedly. So don't be coming to get me. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's all I'm saying, Usher. Don't be coming to get me. And uh, one of the things that we are going to talk about is owning your actions. So, all right. So let's talk about Eva Marcel and Kevin McCall. So if you've been looking at, I guess, the, the Shade Room posted something and then Life Jennings made a post. So basically, the Shade Room shared Life Jennings post. And if you're not familiar, Eva Marcel was the winner of America's Next Top Model years ago. So like back, I think she was like the first winner or something like that. 
And so she's been all over the place. She's on Ricky Smiley. She's on the Real Housewives of Atlanta. And she got into a relationship years ago with an actor named Kevin McCall. And so her and Kevin McCall started a relationship. And it, it was a rocky one. It was a turbulent one. Allegedly, according to Eva Marcel, she said that there was some abuses, verbal abuse, I guess even some physical abuses. And at some point, maybe two or three years ago, he didn't want anything to do with their child that they had he he deleted all the pictures of the child he didn't want the child he said he would sign the rights away to the child he, he didn't want no parts of the child and so Eva eventually got remarried she had two children she's happily married to an Atlanta lawyer and I think he's a councilman there in Atlanta so he's he's doing quite well for himself and she's doing quite well for herself and so she's since moved past that really bad turbulent time in her her life and they never seemed to work out the parental side of things. Things never worked out for them as far as becoming co-parents. And so now Kevin wants to get back into the child's life. But what Eva is doing is she was trying to get the child's name changed, even potentially, I think, adopted by her now husband, who she has two children with. And so this has caused an issue with Life Jennings, who I don't know if he's a friend of Kevin McCall, because other than that, I'm like, listen, Life, we ain't seen you since about 2000. Like, I don't know where you've been at, but we ain't seen you since about 2006. I think that's the last time we had seen him. So I'm like, for you to just come out of, of retirement just to make some comments about Eva Marcel, I'm like, I don't know, baby. Is this your friend? Like, is this your little friend? Like, I, I don't know. Like, I'm trying to figure out <laughs> who this, con where's the connection? But if he, regardless of the fact, he wrote that it, this whole situation was kind of messed up. And that you shouldn't have a woman out here trying to delete and pretty much take away from the father's name or the father's legacy because he deserves to be a father and he offers some words of encouragement to Kevin McCall. Now, what I will say, because he didn't say anything and he didn't speak on any of the abuses that Eva Marcel alleges that she actually went through through he never commented on any of that he just said that it was wrong for her to go in and pretty much bashing her for making the decision to try to incorporate her daughter into their family their blended family and i will say this i don't think it's anything wrong with a parent changing the last name of a child if that parent the other parent does not want to be involved so if there's a mom out there a single mom or a mom who got remarried who's out there and she has a child and she's in a new relationship and that child's father does not want that said child i don't think it's anything wrong with a, a father who does want to be in that child's life and is in that child's life to come in and adopt that child i don't have a problem with that the biggest issue I have is what Life Jennings apparently said that Kevin McCall is trying to get into the child's life. So basically what he said was, I think this is so whack. Changing your daughter's last name from her father's to somebody else's, especially when the father tries to see her. The daughter ha don't have anything to do with their beef. And what kind of man allows that? Shit pissed me off. I expected better out of Eva. Shit personal to me. I've been there. And so, you know, people came back at him and, you know, he was like, I said what I said. And he, he also had another post that said, and I meant it. 
if he had if he was a drug addict there's still hope for him if he was in jail there's still hope for him no never let anybody tell you you're not good enough to all my loyal fans your redemption is coming fuck what they say we all fall short sometimes may the bridges you break be stacked up and used to stand on to reach the heights god has for you it ain't over i swear it ain't and to my little homie kevin get the help you need and fight back for you and yours we rooting for you like okay i get it i get that he's trying to be really inspirational i got that but my issue is is that kevin clearly said that he did not want this child at some point right so if he just has changed his mind if he's on drugs or whatever and he's since changed his mind and he's working towards being better so he's going to counseling he's in you know drug anonymous in na or aa or whatever drugs he's on and he's working to better himself then that's a problem no a woman should not be taking out her anger with the father on the child because you pick that said father you picked him so you can't erase him now that you picked him and this is your child's father because you don't like him but if she feels that the child is somehow going to be endangered by him or threatened by him i can see why she wouldn't want her child to see him however to erase him i think is a lot me i had a similar situation growing up i didn't really know my dad he wasn't really in my life but my mom never changed the name. They had a similar, very turbulent relationship with abuses and alleges and all of these types of things. So, you know, and he really didn't look for me and he did wasn't in my life. He didn't really put up a big effort to be in my life. I never wanted to change my name, but I could see why somebody would. But I think this should be left up to the child to make that decision because to carry somebody's legacy is a big deal. That is an honor to have somebody carry your legacy on beyond you. And I think a lot of men and women don't understand that. To give and be wanting your child to pass it down, you got to earn that. It's not, it shouldn't just be given. You need to earn it. And I don't think that he's done that yet. Now, I'm what I am saying is that if he is trying to better himself, I agree with Life Jennings in the sense that if he is trying to better himself, she should not do or erase him in his legacy out of the child's life because even if she doesn't like him he is still that child's father he will always be that child's father this is playing out on real housewives it's playing out on instagram the child is gonna see it that he's definitely her father and that her father the guy that's in her household is not her father and so at some point she may have some questions or conversations she may want to have with her biological father like hey yo what's up with you you know how could you do something like that to my mother how could you do something like that to me but you have to allow that child and that man to have those conversations if it is safe to do so like i said if, if he got some issues we don't know about because i think eva probably kept some of that stuff under wraps just so she doesn't look silly because i'm sure there was some a lot of stuff going on for eva to do that i think that it probably is some more abuses and alleges that actually probably happened than is being said out loud so that is for them them. so i don't think like jennings should have gotten involved in that i don't i think he should have kept his mouth shut because now that i read that i don't think he really knows kevin like that i think it's just personal to him because he had somebody take the child out of his life and i hear a lot of men say that if that's the case one of the things i hear a lot of men say that but being a child of a father that didn't do that one of the things that i don't see is the action i really really don't if this is something that 
you don't want her to do, you need to take legal action. Just sitting around saying, I'm so mad and pouting, and then you I'm going to tell my kid when they get older. The kid ain't going to want to hear it, because like I'm telling you, by the time I got a chance to sit down and talk to my father, I did not care, because I knew that he did not take the steps and the time to really get to know me. We've since mended our relationship a little bit where we are on talking terms, but we're not as close as we could be. And I think a lot of it does stem from the fact that I, I, I just, I don't know how receptive he really is to this relationship of building and mending this relationship. I just don't know. And so if you are that parent that you feel like somebody's stripping your child away, whether you're a mother or a father, you need to fight for that said child so that I can see. I don't want you to just say, oh man, like I need you to really show me that you really care. So if Kevin McCall really cares about this kid, he needs to go to court and fight for the child to show why he deserves to still be in this child's life. Why he deserves to see this child. Why this child's name shouldn't be changed. Why this child should not be adopted by that stepfather even though he said he didn't want her. All of these things need to be done and they need to be hashed out in a legal setting or at least with a mediator so that things are as level as possible. Now I know a lot of men are going to come at me and say man the court system ain't fair. It's for the woman. Maybe so in some cases, but not all because I know some cases where some dads got the kids and the moms don't. So we, we're not going to sit there and say that at least even if you don't get the kid, you at least can show that I've taken the necessary steps to get you. I did my due diligence in order to make sure that your name wasn't going to be changed and that your mother wasn't going to erase my legacy from you. I want to get to know you. I want you to get to know me. And I want you to know your family. Where are you from? Where do you come from? What kind of things you might get? Like you need to talk to me. So I agree that you shouldn't involve as two parents. The parents, even if the parents are not on the same accord. I agree with Life Jennings there. That you can't take that out your kid away from that parent just because you don't like that parent because like I said or twice already you pick that parent now you might not have known all the ins and outs as you know now but you picked them and you probably was with the person a little while before you had that kid and you seen the bad signs but yet you stayed so if you pick that father or you pick that person and the person is not going to cause physical or emotional harm to that child you can't hold that child from that parent because you know that it will hurt that parent that is wrong and you shouldn't do that you shouldn't be erasing people's legacies out of their child's life because you don't like them allow your child to make the decision i think like i said when she turns 15 16 years old if she says hey mom i want to be adopted by mr so-and-so because i don't know his name let her change her name I think at that point she should be able to do that because she's old enough to say I don't like my name I don't want to be connected to him I don't want to be connected with that family I want to be free from him I want to be on my own allow the child to make that decision I think you should allow the child to make that decision if even if the child goes over with the other parent and the child doesn't like the parent I believe in my heart of hearts you should not force that child on that parent or the parent on that child because the child is only going to resent you later anyway like it's it does not work out well you should always still try keep an open dialogue but no i agree that if he don't want the child and he didn't want the child she should be able to change the child's name if he wants to be in the child's life let him been the top 10 
No, it hasn't. I was about to say, this has been the top 10 trending topics. It has not been the top 10 trending topics since we did that in the beginning. This has been another episode of Millennials Anonymous Podcast. So I want to let you guys know to tune in to Brunching, which will be coming on this upcoming Friday with Paula Campbell. So if you have not had a chance to do that, you need to check that out. And we are going to be having a sex spurt on, on the 13th. So I'll give you some more details on that. So you want to stay tuned in. So if you want to hear about sex, we're going to be talking about sex. We're also going to be talking to a male, some male strippers as well, just to kind of, because a lot of people talk to female strippers, but nobody talks to male strippers. So I want to talk to a male stripper to find out where is, how does one decide, hey, this is a gift that needs to be seen with the world. Like how, like where is that, like how do you make the transition, like from you know like high school to or college to you know what i want everybody to see my gift like i I just want to know what that's like so we're gonna have a couple of male strippers on as well and we're gonna be talking to them and we are gonna be having some some different guests on that are talking about some really interesting fun topics as we move on with millennials anonymous some more serious topics we're gonna have somebody on to talk about finances we're gonna have somebody talking about entrepreneurs and nonprofits and banking and so we are trying to give you all this information we are going to give you this information whether you like it or not and i'm gonna try to give it to you in the most fun way possible i'm just saying i just want to give it to you in the most entertaining way possible but if you have a topic that you think we should be talking about just please let me know and you can reach out to us on our website www.millennials.us i want to give a shout out to wpir 98.4 fm for rocking with us so we got so much stuff to talk about and we have so many things that are coming up and so many things that we want to get to on this platform so i just want to let you guys know that if like i said if there's something that we are just completely neglecting like i said reach out to us on millennials anonymous also i need you to like and subscribe to all of our platforms so that you can see the stuff that's happening because not everything that we do is actually going to be in audio form so if you're only listening to this on wpir or you know if you're only listening to radio.com or wherever you're or iHeartRadio. I need you to also like and subscribe to us on social media and to like and subscribe to us on YouTube. I was getting, I was losing my mind real quick. YouTube so that you can see all of the specials and stuff because we we are dropping some specials and stuff and it's not going to be on audio form. It is just going to be video. So like I said, if you're not seeing the Love is Dope episode, I need you to go special. I need you to go out and check that out and watch the Love is Dope episode. We're going to have, we're going to, the, the, one about black history is actually going to be combined into black history and african-american women so it's going to be like women history and black history kind of like combined together since i was real late even though like i said black history is 365 days a year it just is but i'm gonna mix it together especially since over the last couple of days and weeks i've been seeing different things happening so i was like i definitely want to make sure i give a shout out to my black women when i can because like i said we people don't be doing us right and i just i want to make sure that people know that we here we always be supporting people always like to to bash black women but we be here and we be rocking with people so i just want to make that a hundred percent a thousand percent clear when we are (laughs) just living in society so just make sure that you tune in for that one and then like i said we're gonna have um one on podcast like what what's this big boom of podcasting about that's gonna be a very short one i think it's gonna be like 15 minutes or something like that but it's a video nonetheless and i'm gonna be talking to some other podcasters 
about this big influx and this big boom and then we're, we're bringing millennials anonymous to a comedy series type of platform so we're working on that as well so if you have not heard about this yet it's coming and then we have some other big things that are coming as well um potentially in awards the voice pioneer virtual award so we're working potentially we are working on a virtual award show where we give recognition to other podcasts and other online radio stations um, of all the things that they're doing and we're going to do it virtually which is something that I, I don't think people are really doing but it's easier to do it virtually because all these podcasts are all over the world so you want to make sure that you give recognition to everyone so that's coming so once we have more information about that i will certainly let you guys know so if you're a podcaster who listens to podcasts and you're like man i would really like to be recognized especially because this is for the small podcast because the other award shows out there for larger podcasts and platforms the expense to get and enter into them are like ridiculous like this is not going to be like that so if you're interested in that you gotta like and subscribe because that's the only way you're gonna know when this happens i am probably not going to mention it anymore on this radio type based podcasting platform so i'm gonna need y'all to go like and subscribe on facebook youtube periscope and everywhere else so this has been millennials anonymous thank you so much peace